What's going on, guys? This is your boy Crimson Black and Damian Drago, and we are sorry these are going to be coming up a little bit late. Things have been hectic as of late, but blame the holidays. Blame the holidays. It has just been ridiculous, mainly where I'm working, where he works. It's just all over the place. But we are back to give you more of that good goodness. Yeah. Rain is going to be back with us soon, hopefully, if not after these next batch of episodes, the one after, so shout out to her for enjoying her time off. She must deserves have, it. Yeah, we all really deserve it, but the show must go on, as I say, so we're just going to keep rolling. Now, to continue this headache, here's the thing with FNAF. <laughs> now, last episode, we just kind of gave a just overview of like all of the facts of where what happened and how the games essentially tell the story now this we are going to do something different we are going to tell the story that we see being told from the perspective of William Afton and Henry just to kind of maybe either give you guys some ideas for how you guys have seen these games if you played them if you just want to hear a dope story because the five nights at freddy's games the games are kind of man but the story themselves are really really good and it's one of those games that after a point because i always felt like once you got used to one and two the jump scares didn't bother you anymore yeah in the in three the jump scares weren't really that prominent but that there was a point to that yeah and then it doesn't really get scary again until six but that's because things it's just tension yeah because you it's all tension because you realize the things that you do are the reason the animatronics can kill you yeah but or you can just play the game like super uh super gary super scary game squad shout out to them jesse cox and those boys and they just don't scrap any of the animatronics or use any of the animatronics and they just go through with the mediocre uh, mediocre medley and are fine yeah because you can beat the game that way yeah but it's not the real way to beat the game it's not the canon way to beat the game they're like (laughs) they were like jump scares nah we're good (laughs) (laughs) we ain't gonna worry about we just gonna play we 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 want to play restaurant what they would do they yeah they like, legitimately ran the restaurant and I like, thought that was the coolest thing ever and if you guys haven't seen any of the things that they do absolutely uh, check out guys over at the completionist Jesse Cox uh, scare, uh, super scary game squad all those guys super beer bros they all have really dope stuff now to get to William Afton's story now background for this guy he is your Textbook definition textbook psychopath. He is a very, very intelligent person. He is someone who does amazingly well when it comes to book stuff, idea stuff, but doesn't really understand emotion or how to process it well. Now the the one that gets him the most is anger. And as he grows up and does everything, he never really finds a way to process it. He finds ways to hide it, but they always creep. Now, the first aspect where that mask kind of cracks 
is when he's agitated, there's a dog around in town. It's bothering the hell out of him. He can't really do it. So one day he just snaps and he kills the dog. Kills Susie's dog, that poor little dog. Now, unbeknownst to him, this dog belongs to another little girl in the neighborhood. And just out of curiosity, kind of, because it's that, that him killing that dog sparked something in him, a hunger in him he really didn't know how to satisfy. So seeing Susie and how she was crying, he creates a, a plan to kind of test the waters a little bit to see what he can get away with and lures Susie to the back dressed in an all uh, yellow bodysuit by and telling her her dog is not dead he's back here with me yep and kills her and he finally gets that satisfaction of what he's been looking for when it comes to him really getting all of his anger out mm-hmm. And he gets addicted to it. So right after that, we have the first missing persons incident where a group of kids all just disappear. They can't find the bodies and a restaurant gets closed down. Now, the reason why this restaurant gets closed down is because once he, when he, when, words are hard, when he kills these kids, he stuffs them, he in, stuffs the them in the animatronic suits. And the, the way the animatronic suits back, or the this set of animatronic suits were made, they were built with like, it's not fur, it's like that synthetic hair. Yeah, synthetic it was almost hair. leathery. Yeah, and the one thing about it is it holds a smell. So as the kids are decaying because they're legitimately like bleeding out and dying in the suits, their corpses. Oh no, they were already they were already dead in the suits. Mm-hmm. He had already killed them and put their dead corpses in the suit. So when the corpses start to decay, that is what created that smell. Go figure. Like they shut down the entire building, researched everything to try to see if they could fucking uh, find the kids. They didn't even check the suits. So They're later on, good. later on down the road. They uh, had to close the place down because of the fact that the the odor was getting to people. Yeah. So they had to legitimately start from scratch to try something else. Now, while that restaurant is getting uh, investigated, he's doing the same thing at another restaurant. In that restaurant, they are a little bit quicker with it tracking down and finding the dots. William Afton gets arrested. They can't really prove anything because they still can't find the bodies of these kids. So they, you know, he gets that's, releases. That's actually kind of like an interesting thing that I never really thought about when it came to the story. What was that? How did they just go, he's a suspect? Was it because he was like an owner of the restaurant, which yeah. makes sense, but it was because they they um, they say in FNAF two that they questioned everybody, and his and Williams would have been the shakiest one because he doesn't know how to deal with emotions well. And shout out to Dexter with all of that when he was uh, when shit was getting hot on his tail. Mm. That is when they slip. Is when somebody is actually onto them, whether they know it or not. Because remember when Dexter and the Bay Harbor Butcher shit was all going down? Yeah. He started doing a lot of dumb shit. Mm. Just because of the fact that 
he was just like, oh shit, oh shit, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? Mm -hmm. They finally caught. They finally caught on. And that small sliver, uh, small sliver of him going, well, I kind of want them to know that it was me starts to creep out and I feel like it was that same shit so his story was probably just like really fucking shaky and they were like alright it's probably this guy and then, because he was the owner of the restaurant and well one of the owners of the restaurant he and he was also a security guard and he was also one of the guys who was in the suits who would be able to lure children away yeah but as soon as they what couldn't find any real evidence, they had to let him go. It was probably, well, he could have also just like let out a bunch of details that they didn't ever think about. Yeah. Like, well, it's not like, he could have been like, well, I didn't do it. It's not like I got in a bodysuit and lured kids in the back room or anything like that. And then they went, wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> wait a second. <laughs> what you mean, Dre? How, what do you know? And they were like, yeah. They so, probably arrested him on withholding evidence. Yeah. Because they were like, you know something. You know who's doing this. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. All right, fuck you. Let let us into the let us into the safe room. We know you guys have a safe room. Let us in there. Nah. Even though the bodies weren't in there. Nah. But the golden body suit was back there. That Which was is it. why they probably they arrested him, got the warrant, went in there. He didn't, didn't find, find shit. shit. They had a little go. And then they had a long go. Yeah, that that actually makes a lot of sense. So after that shit, he's trying to uh, essentially go cold turkey from that shit because he doesn't want it to happen again. Yeah, he just he just he just cuts it off. So he's he's he is no longer a serial killer at this point. He's a murderer. He is not a serial killer at this point. Yeah. He's just he's just he's trying to stop because he's like I almost got because I almost got got. So yeah. we need to make sure I don't get got no more. <laughs> that was his biggest thing when it came to that. And then so, he's good. He yep, he's anything. fine. He's not doing anything, but shit is starting to go downhill for him again because he still has that need, that hunger to do shit. Yeah. So one day he's driving uh, along the back road and he sees this little girl behind the, in the alleyway behind the location, locked outside accidentally. And he goes, ooh, piece of candy. Piece of candy. <laughs> and, and swoops down kills the kid not realizing oh shit this is henry's daughter charlie and henry's daughter had a bracelet on at the time that came to her every single time she was in need right the, so it's the, the puppet did yep the, the security think, puppet because yeah, it was this, a security this measure was this is the one with the, the toy animatronics, right? Yes. So this is the one that, that after the, the investigation, they had the animatronics where they actually were a part of a police database mm -hmm. to look for child abductors, mm -hmm. sex offenders, mm -hmm. stuff, like, stuff that. like that. So this because are, of the fact that Henry was like, well, my daughter still likes to go here. Let's keep her safe. He created the security puppet with a bracelet that tracked his daughter to make mm -hmm. sure that if she was ever in any trouble, it would come to her and it did but yep. it ran and as soon as fucking William probably knowing about the security uh, measure when it came to that puppet it probably was had like, a camera in it oh shit I'm out I'm leaving goodbye and fleas so Charlie dies 
Henry's distraught and he starts working on his own little shit. He gets wind uh this little shit and he's like, all right, bet we'll keep that in the back pocket. Good. As long as Henry doesn't realize that I fucking did it. So he starts keeping tabs on Henry for that. Right after that, the next big thing is Mike Afton dies. His oldest son is, does something, something happens, we do not know, is killed. And he lost his boy. So knowing how Henry created animatronics for, like, at this point, full-on androids for uh, to replace Charlie, he goes and asks Henry for help. Henry not knowing that... In William's mind, Henry not knowing that Will actually did it, Henry creates the mic bots. And while he's testing them, he gives uh, him an adult version and he keeps a teenager version to kind of just fix the bugs so he can go ahead and try to figure everything out. And the teenager that he is testing and trying to fix is babysitting Henry's youngest child which leads to the Mike bot, the teenager Mike bot, doing something very, very horrific because of the fact that it has no sympathy or empathy and causes the bite of 83, where he just picks up the little kid, puts it near the mouth thinking it's funny or just as a thing to do with a group of other friends, and it crunches his head and it kills him. It doesn't kill him instantly but it leads to his death after this whole thing happens henry gives him the adult animatronic full on and henry discovers that will was the one who killed charlie after that next thing we know henry dies from will's perspective henry dies he commits suicide through unknown actual uh, circumstances. We just know that he killed himself in his own house. So, William, being the businessman, acquires all of the animatronics that he's ever created in all of his land because he doesn't have any successors, so he just buys it. Straight up, just full on. And when he buys all of that land, and acquires all the animatronics his daughter Elizabeth dies at that point he has lost a son and a daughter and his I'm trying to figure out a good way to put this his inability to process emotion or grief all turns into an obsession of trying to get his family back he knows that Henry was quote unquote able to do it with Charlie. Mm -hmm. So he's like, if he did it, I can do it. I've already lost my son. Now I've lost my, now I've lost my daughter. I have to figure out how to do this. So he starts experimenting with Remnant. Now when all of this happens and he's doing all of his experimentation, his wife leaves because of the fact that she's like, all right, this obsession isn't healthy. You're not doing anything. You're not talking to me. I can't deal with this anymore. I've lost both of my children. Either talk to me or do, or I am just going to leave. She tries to leave. He kills her out of a fit of rage. Now, once that happens, he's officially lost everybody. 
yeah. absolutely everybody. And he gets wind of the Bida 87 happening where the animatronic attacked a security guard and goes, oh, these huh. animatronics are possessed. They're not acting under, well, even if he doesn't know they're possessed, he's like, these animatronics are acting on their own. They have some kind of life well, to them. He 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 knew about that before. He knew about that. He it immediately clicked with those animatronics, but yes. he already knew animatronics could be possessed because when Elizabeth died and he had to shut the baby restaurant down and he put all the animatronics, all the baby animatronics in the underground bunker. Mm -hmm. No, now that makes no off. No, 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 that was that was after. That can't be after. Then Elizabeth isn't dead yet. No, no, no. So when Elizabeth, we're already past the by the 87. No, 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 that's what I'm saying. Elizabeth dies before then. But she's killed by baby. Yes. Boy, Henry, we have already done Henry's death. Henry has already, quote unquote, committed suicide at this point. No, 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 that's what I'm saying. Elizabeth was killed by baby. That's very specific in yes. the actual story. Yeah, I, I've already gone over that. But when he kills Elizabeth, that's when he realizes that the animatronics can be possessed. No, uh-uh. He doesn't go that the animatronics can be possessed then. So what he did he do with Baby until then? He's So we're at the point where he's acquired all the animatronics and he's doing the research. The Vita 87 is the culmination of, holy shit, uh, these can all be under... Uh, they, they're all acting on his own free will and he starts experimenting on other things. They're already in the underground bunker at this point. So when does he discover that Elizabeth is possessed? That Elizabeth is possessing baby? Yeah, because that's During that same time, during those experiments. Which is why he goes back after that and dismantles all of the animatronics. Which no, no, got but, to. so the reason I ask this is that all those other animatronics are the melted down parts of the OGs. He yes, that hasn't happened yet. We are getting to that happening now. You're, you're jumping ahead. No, that's not necessarily true. So he literally just... Well, the reason I say that is because... He goes back to... Ba baby is already in the bunker. He goes back to Baby after... Uh, like, while he's melting all of them down, using her as a reference. Well, I do that... I say that to ask this. So was Baby by herself in her own restaurant? Yes. Okay. All right. Now, Circus Baby World is his own thing. It was okay. Circus Baby, Ballora, uh, Balloon Boy, and I think Balloon Girl wasn't canon. I'm pretty sure, but it was its own thing. So Ballora was already made. Ballora was already made. But to be fair, Ballora didn't start to become a experiment of remnant until after he lost his wife. Because Ballora was not made in her image. He just saw a female animatronic and went, okay, I can try to bring her back this way. All right. Now. That's I, how that works. All right. That, okay. I see Which that. is, remember, I'm, he's, I'm saying he's so focused on trying to get his family, family back. Right, right, right. It's, it's him going, okay, well, what about this? Well, what about this? What about this? Trying different things. He uses Baby as a reference later on down the road, but is still going on his own way to do things. Yeah. So. But what was your question? No, it was just in my head, it always made more sense that Baby gave him the suspicion like there, his daughter was like still there. And then when he hears about the bite of 87, uh -huh. that's when it 
everything just clicks for him. Kind of. So the he doesn't realize that any of that shit happens, and he immediately puts it away and puts all of those animatronics underground because of the fact that that was a thing that killed his daughter. So he doesn't want to look at it. He doesn't even want to be around it, which is why he wouldn't be researching it at all. Oh, the animatronic killed his daughter. Then the animatronic. So, all right. So, another question: the uh -huh. animatronics that killed, that attacked the security guard in '87. Yes. Were that the OGs? No. Or the Mangle is the one that attacked it. It was Mangle. Yes. Mangle is the one that attacked the security guard. Well, that uh, caused the bite of '87. Right. But they were already going through people because of the fact that the animatronics were attacking every single security guard, which were the OGs, which is why he went back to the OGs and melted them down. Okay. It was, it's just always going to be confusing because the way the games have it set up, it's almost like they're saying it was the toy animatronics doing all the attacking. Yeah, no, no, no. Remember, both of these locations are open at the same time. Right, right, right. I get that, but it was like, I, I understand that, but it was like the way the games made it proceed, it was like... It was like a haywire because of the programming. Well, no, the it was the Biting Eighty Seven occurred because of uh, because of Mangle. But at the end of the day, it wasn't like a haywire programming. They were acting out and lashing out at the security guards because he had been. Now it w we didn't find out more about the eighty uh, by the eighty seven until FNAF Two, which is probably where that confusion came in because at that point Scott was telling us two different stories that were simultaneously happening right, and right. we all thought it was one then the other not everything was happening at the same time right because remember even Matt Pat was saying like even when he was trying to do everything before the whole thought process was store was open kids died it closed next door opens it kids died again it closed but that's not how it was going on right. all of these kids were dying at the same time yeah Cause there's no, there's no way in hell like a restaurant would be able to open up, especially like with different locations. Cause there were like at least four restaurants talking uh, about everything. Well, we had Fred Bear's Family Diner. Right. We had Freddy Fazbear's Pizza. We had Circles ba uh, Circus Baby, Baby Circus Baby's World. We had Chica's Restaurant, and we had. Uh, the, the Junior's restaurant. So there were five. Yeah, there were five restaurants. I'm like, all right, but it can't just be one after the other after the other because of the fact that no one would, no no one would go. No. So it had to be a wide chain that already existed and like specific things at certain locations happened. Yeah. Because nothing ever really happened at Chica's. Nothing. The only thing that happened at Circus Babies was Elizabeth died. Yeah. Everything else except for Fred Bear's Diner where Charlie died, nothing happened in the restaurant, so that restaurant never closed down. And the missing persons only happened in Freddy Fazbear's Pizza. Yeah, and so the sister location never shut down either, Fazbear too. Yep, nope. That was just the bite of 87. That was just a security guard dying. Oh well, freaking nature. Like, that's all that was. Yeah. So. Because it was a night guard too, so the public wouldn't have got word of it. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm 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 getting everything. Cause right. it was it was just those are the little bits that always confused me about the story. Gotcha. 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 Well, hopefully that helped out anybody listening along as well. So, after the bite at eighty seven, he gets wind and he starts doing all of the experiments, and he's so hell bent on getting his family back because he's lost his son, his daughter, and his wife at this point. He. He dismantles all of the OG animatronics 
and when he when he does that he eventually ends up releasing all their spirits accidentally now when he releases their spirits what happens is all those spirits come back and essentially manifest and it like it scares the shit out of him so what he does is he goes into the one thing he knew scared those children when he was alive which was the suit so as he goes back into the golden uh bonnie suit that's been sitting in that back room forever he's he's like ha 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 you can't get me yada 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 you're terrified of me but because of the fact that that suit has been sitting for so long all of the springs and the harness crush his body like they all penetrate his body and he is stuck in that room for some years for some years now somehow he survived somehow. now it's it could be on just like animals through there who were like coming through yada 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 but at the end of the day it was a rundown restaurant so he probably was just there like, was probably ways for him to like actually legitimately survive yeah so at after all of that comes down, right? Mm -hmm. And these new guys who acquire the uh, these new guys who acquire the building, who want to create a haunted location because of the stories of what happened with the kids, all find where he is. Then after they find him, they release him. He's still working on these experiments. He takes the animatronics that he dismantled, he melts them all down, he kills more kids, and he tries to infuse the souls of those children into the metal. We don't know when it worked, how many tries it took it to work, we but know we it. do know that it did. It does become successful. Once that happens, and the once that happens, the building ends up burning down. When the building gets burned down, Springtrap is finally, William Afton is finally allowed to get out of the suit because it's, the structure of it is weak enough for him to get out. He can finally legitimately heal, he's covered in scars, but he's alive. And at this point, he is trying to find his key to immortality because at this point he knows that Henry he knows that Henry knows he knows that he's plotting against them because of the fact that the only things that could have happened for that place to burn down were for from outside intervention which it was so Will is like all right bet I need to figure out how I can become immortal so I don't have to worry about it and I can continue my work because at this point he is successful. He has su uh, successfully been able to put a living soul into an animatronic. But the living soul was an amalgamation of souls, which essentially made it a tortured soul and put it into an animatronic and put it into several animatronics, actually. This is where the Funtime, Ballora, uh, Funtime Freddy, Funtime Foxy come in. After creating that, he goes to Baby, realizing that she is possessed, and goes, oh, cool, I have my daughter back. 
Now let's see if I can get my wife back and starts messing with Ballora a little bit more until he gets some semblance of his wife. Now it's nowhere near uh, perfected Remnant yet because later on he will perfect Remnant. But at this point in time, it's one of those it's good enough type situations. Mm -hmm. Now, once all of that happens, Henry finally uh, starts sending his, I want to say, zealots out being Mike Afton because full-grown Mike bot is still out in the out in the wild just kind of chilling so he's like all right bet go ahead and go do this find these people so on and so forth and working under Henry's programming proceeds to do so and that is kind of the final uh final nail in the coffin when it came to the war between Henry and Will because of the fact that he finally got everybody back and he lost his son again because he never really had a son back. He just felt like he did. And once that all happens, he starts to get this strange signal that's getting picked up. Doesn't know what it's for, doesn't know where it's coming from, but he goes, you know what? We'll follow it and we'll see exactly what's going on. He continues his remnant experiments and finally perfects it. And he puts his own soul into the spring trap animatronic. So all things considered, in his mind, he can't be killed. He's done. Like, you can't touch him. He is a full, essentially, AI in an animatronic. He is... Un unkillable he's not flesh anymore he is nothing but machine but he still has his entire mind memories and will intact so he goes all right bet let's go let's go figure out what the fuck henry has planned so i can go ahead and stop him kill him and keep doing what the fuck i want to do unbeknownst to him as soon as he gets there it's a trap there's a trap it's a trap so as a kind of last ditch effort, he does his best to fragmentize a part of his AI into the specific animatronic. And once he does that, the place burns to ashes. His soul is dragged to hell. But before he gets there, Cassidy comes for that ass. The one he should not have killed. Legitimately so spiteful that he pulls him into purgatory so he can torture the fuck out of him for killing his daughter and causing his own death. Well, for killing his, uh, Henry's daughter and his own death. And Cassidy is just like, all right, bet. I will never rest. I will never let you leave. And to this day, you hear that boy screaming, Mike, help! And no one cares. <laughs> oh, man. So this is where it kind of goes into the new games because this is where that war essentially continues. After all of that goes down, that fragmented part of his AI 
is brought in to create VR games because of the fact that they want to be able to create a video game to kind of better the name of Fazbear Entertainment. And while doing so, ends up using that AI to go ahead and continue creating everything because it'd be easier if they just brought over everything that they had before and instead of making everything from scratch, which is fair. But once they start testing shit, he starts taking over, well, not taking over people's minds, but influencing people. That fraction serial killer mentality that was in the back of his psyche at this point because of the fact that he was hell-bent on A, getting his family back, and B, taking Henry out, is all that survived. So he starts influencing people to quote-unquote do his bidding, and he starts creating an army of masked individuals all that were all essentially testing the game. Now where that story goes, we have no idea. We will see. It's, it all depends on how these next couple of games are coming because it's all been, what, just kind of updates right now while we get everything? The only update we got was the VR game, which is where we found out that he was making a cult. Yeah. And the AR game, we really haven't gotten I haven't really looked into the AR game like that. I mean, the AR game doesn't, from what I've found, doesn't really have anything extra. But I'm still digging I mean, just based off what the anima- the, all the animatronics say, because based off the actual things that they say, you can get a lot of info from them. Yeah, true. But unfortunately, they don't really talk in the AR game. They just come for that ass. And then you could also send people out. But that will do more with the Henry episode that we will be talking about next. But that was Will's story so far. At the end of the day, we everything culminates with Henry, so you will get a lot more info of everything in between where all of the twists and turns in the story come. Because William's story is pretty cut and dry. His only like real inf- real uh, question marks are when specifically he did certain things. But at the end of the day, we know the order, and that's all that really matters. One thing happened, then another thing happened, cause and effect, so on and so on. Mm-hmm. But on that vlog show, we'll go ahead and save you guys for the rest of our kind of speculation when it comes to specific dates, because nobody really cares about dates. People just care about, all right, what actually happened. So if you like what we do, you enjoyed this story, you want to hear more, go ahead and... Follow all of our social media pages at PowerTripOP, that is P-O-W-E-R-T-R-I-P-O-P, capital P-T-N-O, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Also, be sure to check out Patreon.com slash Operations. Yeah, we know we have to go ahead and catch up that page, but still, same thing applies, dollar a month. We can go ahead and get access to everything that we're going to be putting up there and all of the new stuff to come be sure to keep an eye on the youtube channel keep an eye on everything else that is power trip affiliated along with a couple new projects that we're going to be launching soon we already have power trip cosplays up we're going to be doing that first set soon we are going to be doing going to be doing pto gaming pretty soon 
Uh, we have a new unnamed car channel that's going to be coming up pretty soon. We got a lot of stuff that was going to be coming out. So, in the meantime and in between time, go ahead and do what you can. Spread the word. Spread the love. We appreciate all of you guys. Shout out to our new listeners out in Australia. That's awesome. Legitimately all the way across the world now. We've come full circle. It's been great. And always and forever. May your flame burn eternal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't know when this is all coming out, so I don't have a cheeky uh, happy hump day or happy weekend because, like I said, it's been hectic. So we will see you guys on whenever this episode drops and when it comes out at the end of the day. We enjoyed it. We had fun. We hope you do as well. Until next time, guys. Peace.